this is Will Wheaton. You're listening to Radio Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy, and Phil is still on vacation, so I'm here with Derek. He's back. Derek, what's hello. Up? We're having some this is a second try at this. Second try. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. I I, I have faith. Should I do a recap of what we talked about? Um, sure. You go for it. So I did the Radio Brendo Man theme. I hummed it, and I said it makes me nostalgic for. Uh, Orange County and visiting Brendo. He doesn't live there anymore. Mm-hmm. The, Brendo, then, uh, the Brendo Drive. We talked the about the the ongoing feud of me and Phil. Even though I thought you and, resolved your issues, but for you it's not resolved until you're back on with me. Yeah, and- reinst- reinstated. Okay. And tweet Brendo Man or let your voice be heard. Mm-hmm. Which segued into us talking about uh, uh, Palm Springs Comic Con. Mm-hmm. How we'll be there in late August, and how we thought Comic-Con about Comic Con Palm Springs. The- there is another convention that was announced <laughs> after. I know it's really confusing, but Comic Con Palm Springs. We're going to be there. Podcast Advocates. That's our new group. That we're hosting panels like Web Comics Advocates, but we're also going to be doing so we're going to be doing some podcast panels. We're also going to be doing uh, live shows, including live Radio Brendo Man, live popsicles. And then I made the joke about will there be a live Pillage Cast, and how that will be like how Guns N' Roses will reunite at Coachella. And then I'm bringing up right to the second that we stopped the last time. Mm-hmm. I say poll on your website, which will come to the stage first five or Guns N' Roses I mean Coachella's like next month so I think we're going to find out pretty soon but what if they break up like a day before which is pretty likely I mean they already already um it's not the full original lineup Izzy Stradlin What's the is original not, lineup um it's well I mean original original is like Tracy Guns but we're not that's not we're not counting that. But original is like Izzy Stradlin, Duff McKagan, um slash Axel Rose. And so what are we getting at Coachella? Slash Duff Axel. No Izzy. That's pretty good. When was the last time Duff played with Guns N' Roses? Well he was playing Duff, Izzy, and Slash were all playing on Velvet Revolver. With uh, Scott so, Weiland. Oh, Flash took him then. Yeah. They all left. Everybody hated Axel. Like, everybody hates uh-huh. Axel. Axel's the, well, Axel is the bad one. <laughs> so, if we're doing the Pillars cast, uh, dynamic is, is Benson's Buckethead. <laughs> Benson's definitely Buckethead. Um, <laughs> Gates, but no, I think, I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't want to speak ill of people that aren't able to defend themselves, but like, 
I mean, they didn't break he's up. They just Phil moved death. away. Oh, where, where where did he live before? Phil was living in Orange County, and then he moved to Yukaipa. So then it became like this thing, and then everybody got busy. Gates went on his Gates so journey. Who's, who's the leader then? Well, everybody Josh is the leader, of... but it was more Josh and Gates. And so <laughs> they kept it going. They did a they did a few, quite a few shows without Phil. And um, so since everybody thinks Phil's the prima donna with the orchard, does that make him uh, Axel? Maybe and that makes Josh slash. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what that is. I don't know. Maybe but then Josh is the one. Josh was the one that started his own, you know, his video game show, Extra Damage, and that kind of became his priority. So I would say that, Josh is more has the more the personality of the Axel. And there was no ill slash. will though. I don't think there's Josh any has a mouth on him. I mean, the harsh feelings are between. It seems to me are between Gates and Benson, but Benson was never <laughs> part of Benson was like the rival band that sometimes would like play with them much to the chagrin of Gates. So so Benson because he went on and moved on and became his own entity. Benson's Buckethead, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Benson is buckethead. Tweet us your pictures of Benson with a KFC bucket on his head, please. <laughs> Hashtag Team Derek. You're really all about this. I mean, it's... I don't know. I just wish everybody could just get along. I'm just trying to hold it all together. I'll fill the show out. Uh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Because I don't know what his deal is. I mean, I think I do, but then I'm like, but that's dumb. Phil is used to getting what he wants. Well, that's absolutely true. Um, and I'm but like, Phil thinks that, that you're like a rapscallion and you're always stirring the pot. And what you kind of are. But then also, like, it adds Not a fun... If, if you were to JFK that moment, I really okay. have nothing... You are like trying to steer me off track. In Phil's mind, you are purposely <laughs> steering me off track by looking up Chef's Twitter, Chef the Wrestler. Well, do you remember that was the day Hulk Hogan said the N word? Yeah. So I was just finding more wrestling stuff to but talk Phil about. Phil wanted to keep going and it was really upsetting him. Which and upset then because, you? Well, no, because then he started being like, move on, move on, move on. And then, and then that set me that. off. So, so between the two of you, we should get banned. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't think, but then I'll, I don't know. I mean, I, I can see what Phil's saying, but I also think that it's very, like, you should just get over it. I agree. Speaking of Hulk Hogan, what are, what are your thoughts? These That was in the summer. <laughs> Now What's he won like $150 million dollars and he's, well, what do you think? Like, let's say, let's turn back the I clock think that, before the ruling. I think that he, he should have, like, they shouldn't have done what they did, but I also have a theory that maybe Hulk Hogan and Bubba the Low Sponge comp- conspired. To but do what this. do you think? What do I think? The what? Man. What do you think of Hulk Hogan, the man? I, I've, I mean, 
I've I've always since I was older, I always thought he was like he he lived his persona a little too much. He lied about everything. Um so I didn't have a ton of respect for him, but I loved Hulk Hogan the wrestler. I mean, especially when I was a kid. So like when I met him, it was awesome. But I also knew that like, you know, this guy the underbelly has a giant ego and he and then all the stuff that happened with like his kids and his wife and then like all this other weird stuff and then that his, crash. Yeah, like the whole thing with Nick and like then like they like they basically like tried to make they tried to blame the victim and made him like they went after him and like that's a pretty despicable that whole thing Are was their despicable. names Hogan or Balea. Yeah. So for just for the show, they were Hogan's. Well, no, they go by Brooke Hogan. Brooke Hogan goes by Brooke Hogan because Hogan's the name, man. Does Nick still go by Nick Hogan? Who knows what Nick is doing? Now Nick so, doesn't have anything to worry about because now he's like, they're back in the rich saddle and like Linda if, got all that money. And I don't know. If Gawker has the money. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like Gawker's done for. Um, apparently today Hulk Hogan <laughs> tweeted a picture of a Photoshop picture of him jumping into Scrooge McDuck's money pits. <laughs> I'm sure he, cause yeah, he's loving this. He also said he um, wants to punch Vince McMahon in the face. So obviously he doesn't care about coming back because now that he has all that money or he's, is this the end, this the end of Hulk Hogan and Hollywood Hogan? Who knows, man? I, I think some. Is Hollywood they, Hogan TNA? What is it? No, no, no. He was WCW. Hollywood Hogan. That was his heel persona in WCW and then later in WWE. Okay, so they bought that. They I mean they used it. I don't think okay. there was a trademark on that or something. I don't know. So he was Hollywood Hogan and Hulk Hogan in WWE? Yeah. Okay. So is it two different people or is it no, just his personality? The timeline goes, he was Hulk Hogan the whole time <laughs> he was in his initial WWE run. Then he leaves for WCW. He's Hulk Hogan there. Then he turns bad and starts the NWO and that's when he so becomes it's the same person but Hollywood bad. Hulk Hogan. Yes. And then when WCW closed and Vince McMahon wanted to bring in WWE and bring back Hulk Hogan. He brought him back as a bad guy, so he was once again Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Is he still deleted from all the WWE websites? I don't know. I mean, his stuff's still around, but I think they don't really acknowledge him these days. Nobody which... really talks about that N-word debacle. Oh yeah, everybody moved on because that's just how everybody is, but. I mean, it's not just him saying, it wasn't just him. I never had toys. I had, well, I had a Hulk Hogan. I have a Hulk Hogan pop figure, which I still have. Okay. Is there like a, or something? What? Is it like a shroud over it or something? I just put it away and it's in his box. Okay. Cause I mean, I don't, I mean, it wasn't just him saying the N word. It was him saying, I'm a racist and then saying other racist things like, that's where I'm like, what does it take for people? Like, I mean, like, the fact that he's on a tape saying, I'm a racist, people are like, oh, he's not racist. Like, this is what, <laughs> this is what drives me crazy about, like, racism is for people to believe something is racist, 
it it has to be like a white sheet on a dude and that's not like racism is Hulk Hogan saying I'm racist racism and that's why we keep denying that's why racism persists because we keep saying things that are racist aren't racist like cuz people I don't know watch too many movies I don't know that's the Brendo thought of the day a friend of mine at a Comic-Con past uh saw him walking the floor and then a lot of people lined up to take pictures with him and Hulk probably was when charging. I met him and uh, he, I didn't guy, charge. it was not, it was at the St. Joe booth. Yeah. The guy took a picture of him and didn't pay the $80. He just took a picture of him. Oh yeah. And they Hulk get pissed Hogan, when you do that. And he ran away and Hulk Hogan was like, grab that asshole. It's like Hulk Hogan called me an asshole. Not they giving, get pissed. Not giving him dollars. There's, there's video of Lori Petty like screaming at somebody <coughs> at a convention for taking a picture of her. These conventions are getting a little out of hand. They're, that's always part, that's always been part and parcel is like celebrities that are at, at that love part of their career trying to make whatever money they can. So, um, Howard Stern said that, uh, cause he had Bubba the Love Sponge on his channels. Mm-hmm. And he went to Bubba's wedding and Bubba guest, guested on the show. Said that Bubba would Bubba constantly, Love Sponge is a scumbag. He would constantly offer his wife to Howard. And he's like, if I, if, if I actually went through with that, this would be me. Yeah. Then he'd be the one getting entrapped and all this other stuff. But then he would be the one that could sue. Because Gawker's, I think Gawker's in the wrong, but then I also think, what if they did it on purpose so they could trap Gawker? I want to put it past Hulk so all they doing did something like, like that. A, all they posted was like a, a minute clip of it. They didn't post the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't remember. They also, I remember played, when... the, they also played the the trial of them describing what was happening in it, and it was very graphic. It was pretty hilarious. Ugh. Whole thing is just nuts. But Bubba Love Sponge is a scumbag. Hulk Hogan's pretty much a scumbag. <laughs> Hard to be a wrestling fan. Nah, if you just ignore that dumb shit. It's but fine. It's such a it's time for WrestleMania. Thing. It's gonna be great. Alright. So what's the what's what do we do on Radio Brennan here? Well, we got some reader mail. You said you wanted to do this, so we're going to do it. Let's do it. All right. We got Control-Alt-Pete. I will, I will answer all inquiries directed towards Phil. Okay. Pete writes, I've finished both Story Thieves books. These were the these are books by James Riley, who we've had on the show, and um, they're really cool books. And I'm reading the Half Upon a Time series. This is the series that he wrote before Story Thieves. Then he says, despite being in my 30s, hey, I'm in my 30s and I read them. They're for everybody. I was thinking today, uh, at the store, they, uh, we bought a, a stack of, uh, old cartoon comics from the 50s. Worth a lot mm-hmm. of money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, on the, uh, there's an issue of Top Cat, Top Cat number five from 1950, whatever. And on the back of it, it said, finish high school at home. Like on the back of the comic book, if you're in high school and you're reading fucking Top Cat, and, like what kind of life do you, is that guy leading? Could also be like adults needing to finish high school because they're 
they're reading childish things. They probably didn't finish high school. Maybe. Also, Flintstones Vitamins was around. Like when the Flintstones came out. Like they've been around forever. Like how how does that licensing work? And Fruity Pebbles, how how are these cartoon characters from the sixties still on things? Because they're successful products that don't even need the show to make the brand, man. They've become their and own thing. It's not like there's no vitamin market. Like there's Star Wars vitamins now and Disney vitamins. Yeah, but even parents, the change to even the change to gummy didn't slow kids the Kids don't buy down. the vitamins. The parents do, and I could see plenty of dads being like, "Oh, Flintstone vitamins. That's yeah. what I had. Uh, so that's what little Timmy's it, gonna have." It reminds me of, you know, how Amazon, they knew e-readers would be big, so they created an e-reader. Mm-hmm. Like, Flintstones went to Gummy. They knew this would be the big change in the market. <laughs> well, now everything's Gummy. There's, like, Gummy... I like, wish I had a Gummy Vitamins. Vitamins were disgusting when I was a kid. Yeah. Tell them, yeah. It's like eating candy. And then what's going to stop them from just downing a whole bottle of Gummies? Is it going to give them vitamin C overload? I mean, I drank a whole bottle of Dimetap when I was 10. Did so. you have your stomach pumped? No, I just pooped and threw up a lot. <laughs> I didn't want to tell my... Did you just do that when you were like down? I knew, well, no, we were at my grandparents' house, and they went away. They went out on the town, or they went to like a Eastern Star meeting or some whatever old people do. And, and they just left you guys at home? Yeah, I mean, we were, I think I was like 11, maybe. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I remember because it might have been around the same night where we watched it and like scared the shit out of ourselves. Um, but it might have been a different time. I don't know. That All yourself diamond tap. So I drank the diamond tap. And then you still I was, do that, like when you're down and you just no. drink a bottle of diamond tap. First of all, they changed the taste so people wouldn't want to do that. It doesn't taste <laughs> like that anymore. Um, and, uh, cause I guess a lot of kids did that. Janelle's sister did it. Um, but yeah, I, and I was too scared to tell anybody because I was so scared of my grandpa. And so I just suffered in the bathroom and finally, like alone for like six hours. It's pretty horrible. If I had my druthers, I would drink the pink antibiotics that they used to give you. Yeah. That was, the, it's, that was, the bubble like, gum stuff. That was like a strawberry quick. Yeah, it was like we had a bubblegum one and then there was a strawberry. Yeah, it was, those were really good. I don't think they, I think they stopped making taste good antibiotics. Yeah, it's a bad idea. <laughs> Cause I remember it would be in the fridge and I was like, ooh. Yeah. And my mom would have to be like, no, no. Um, all right. So he says about these books, I've noticed they share a lot in common with the comic series Fables. And the unwritten. I'm not suggesting anything bad here since each one takes a different approach to the same subject, which is like people entering the world of fairy tales and like the different take on the whole world of fairy tales. Um, but I'd be interested to know if you've read these series and if so, did you enjoy them? I'm not familiar with the unwritten. I have read a couple fables books. They're pretty cool. Derek, have you read either, either of these? I think Phil would answer that you should listen to Popsicles as well <laughs> and write into them. Pete, I don't remember any Pete writing into Popsicles. I think he's written into Popsicles, maybe. All right. I don't know, but you haven't... What do you... 
I have read Fables Volume One on my iPad. I haven't read it. What about the unwritten? I'm not familiar with it. Are you? I think. So, is that a comic book? I guess so. So he says I think comic I series. One of those too. I that was like that was like the big thing, mm-hmm. like five years ago. But I haven't read it. Well, you were asking for a new series to get into a while ago, and I was suggesting. I think you would like Story Thieves. Half Pond Time is really good too. I think you would like. I just them. ended up reading Dark Knight Returns again. Well, you can also do that if you want. I'm reading Nora Ephron's. I'll, I'll save that for Reader Corner. Okay, that's good. I like that. All <laughs> right. Um, Chris Cavins. Oh, writes, hey. <laughs> hey guys. Just wanted to start by saying I am enjoying the new format. Well, thank you. It's good to get feedback. It's, um, so far, we've gotten some all mostly positive feedback. Old Restless said he liked the long format, but you still get the long format if you listen on YouTube. Once he Phil gets back on vacation. Yes. Um, he also, so, um, so Chris says, I also heard you talking last week about Constantine, talking about the show, not the movie, and I've been meaning to check it out. And then I didn't know, like, I guess he's friends with Matt Ryan, Constantine himself, because he says, I was texting Matt Ryan on Thursday, and he will be back in L.A. from London in September. When I hang out with him, I can get you a plug for the beginning of the show if you want. So in September, we can get a Constantine plug. Maybe he means, like, you remember when uh, Dank Cook had that I am name that anybody could just I am? (laughs) Remember that? Oh. Did you ever yeah. IM him? I did. He puts up it. like he gets like throwaway phone numbers that you can call him sometimes. I, I thought yeah, about I got a, I got a sup. That's it. That's that's nice. Who was it? Somebody's phone number got put online and I called it and they were like, fuck off. It was some rapper. Well, remember when there was that when Paris Hilton's phone got hacked. Oh, yeah, and then somebody put up the whole address book. And so somebody called Polly Shore. Yeah. And we're like, hey, it's Mike. Polly Shore's like, who's this? And he's like, it's Mike. And he knew a Mike, so he got to talk to him for like 30 seconds. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, he's like, what are you up to? He's like, oh, you, me and Julia are doing this. He's like, you don't, and Polly's like, you don't know Julia. So the guy panicked and just screamed, the weasel, and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just been like, no, my friend Julian, not your friend, freaking Polly. You think you know everybody? I think I think I called Shannon Elizabeth's number, yeah. and it was and Joseph Reitman made a message like, this isn't Shannon Elizabeth's phone, but it was clearly Joseph Reitman. I met him once. We hung out. I think I emailed Bijou Phillips my uh, Lost Girls uh, spec script. <laughs> How did that go? I don't know if you didn't ever responded. I wrote a letter to Stephen King when I was 13, and his secretary sent me a very nice personal response in a book. So he never saw it then? Probably not, but she actually, like, responded to the things that I wrote about. So it was a... a, I mean, you're talking to him. Like, what could she say? 
Well, I was very happy because frequently asked questions. Because I, well, no, I was just I don't remember exactly what I wrote, but I was I was pretty emo, Brendo. This was after my dad died, and uh, I don't know. I think I wrote about. I think I just asked. I don't know. I don't even remember. But I wish I still had it. But then I found out that like just to get an, a, a personal response from his secretary was like a huge deal, and I got a free book of what. Um, it was whatever had just come out. Needful Things, which was a big book. It was awesome. Got a free book. There's this movie, the first movie by the guy that made, uh, Fault in the Stars, where, uh, the kid is a, uh, big Stephen King fan and he writes them back and Stephen King is the voice of Stephen King in the letter. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Did you ever see, uh, what was it called? Vanessa Hudgens. Ah, it was like where they're making a rock band. What the band slam? The one I watched with you? Band slam with uh, yeah, Ali Machok. Yeah, remember David Bowie showed up at the end of it. That movie was great. And David Bowie showed up at the end of it because yeah. he kept writing letters to Bowie throughout the. Yeah, because he was I'm like, gonna like David Bowie. If you're writing a movie, write letters to Stephen King and then have like bonds from his secretary. <laughs> like his secretary <laughs> gives you that, that Wolfman Jack advice. Yeah. And it's like, so then it would be like some lady's voice. Dear yeah. Brendan. <laughs> you can do it, Brendo. That was kind of what this, I think she felt really bad because my story, I had like my whole sob story, you know, and how many celebrities know about your sob story? I don't know, not that Everyone many. that you meet? No. This this Hulk Hogan? No. No, the Brendos? No, I just told Hulk Hogan that I the first live show I ever went to was him against Earthquake in San Diego. And he was like, yeah, John Tenter was a great man. I really miss him. Because he died. Earthquake's dead. <laughs> Is the chef still around? I haven't seen him. I don't know what he's doing. I tried to look him up. I don't think he's around anymore. Did I go to only one wrestling event with you? Yeah. That's all I needed. It was you, 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 you had fun. Come on. I was almost like hurt. What are you talking about? We were had, we sat right next to that the That happens metal. all the time, man. Just, People I, never get slammed into the metal? Like bruised knees? Not really. Huh. I told you, you gotta be aware of what's going on. So. <laughs> I um, guess you do. I guess that is good advice for wrestling show, cause stuff can go flying. Um, okay, so Chris finishes up. Alright, well, keep up the consistency. Your show is a highlight of my week. Damn cookies be cool. listen to this one? So I got to go. I don't know. We'll see. I think so. Alright, Rocky. Writes in and says, how cool would it be to get a side-scrolling game like the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, but Star Wars? So I guess he's talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. Um, I dropped a lot of quarters to beat that game. So like a Star Wars beat-em-up? Like a four-player thing? Like yeah. Like Simpsons? Yeah. I'd be down with that. You could like pick from like, if you could pick from like a ton of, you could be like anybody in the Star Wars universe. 
And then you're fighting... Just punch stormtroopers? <laughs> punch stormtroopers, punch the emperor. <laughs> Hit him with your vacuum cleaner. Punch Jar Jar. Is that sexist now? Then Marge's weapon was a vacuum cleaner, probably. <laughs> punched? Hmm? Homer just punched? Yeah, Homer didn't have a... Homer just punched. Bart had a skateboard. Lisa had the jump rope. Lisa had the jump rope, that's right. Yeah. There was so many of those games, and they were all pretty great. But now you play them in, like... You kind of loses its fun when you're playing on a console because you can just like continue unlimited, and like it loses that like I don't know. Because once you finish it, you're like, all right, I'm I did this. There's like a sense of achievement. I remember like getting to like a certain level, like trying to see how high you could get on one quarter, or if, or like the big thing was like a boys and girls club when the guy came to like take the quarters out of the machines, he would put like <laughs> um, it would happen like once a month. And he would put like hundreds of credits back into each machine, and then we could like that was when we could beat all the games, and that was like a big deal. I was like, did Denzel best. Washington ever come by? No, we were like the suburban boys and girls club. Because remember, he did ads for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so there's like the boys and girls clubs where it's like the like poor kids and like the troubled youth. And then there's the suburban latchkey kids whose parents have nowhere else me. to to put their kids. And that was why I went to Boys and Girls Club. We had Options was the name of my daycare. Yeah. And the only celebrity that came by was uh, Kimmy Gibbler. We didn't have any celebrities. What was your snack? What would they give you for a snack? We would get like pineapple out of – it was like this, the same brand of – like Costco. Fruit, we only got like snack like can. during if we went during the day. Like in after school, we didn't get snack. There was like an ice cream man that would come and we had a snack shop. Oh but no, like we got we, snacks after school. We got snacks. See, this was at what age? I mean, because this is like I went to Boys and Girls Club through like through K through eight. K through yeah. eight. See, we didn't get snacks. You only got snacks if you went during the day. So like if you were off track because we had like tracks, then like so. So then, um, but yeah, games? Was, oh yeah, we had like all, we had, we had all kinds of games. We, and then we had like pool and video games. Magazines. Oh yeah. We didn't have stuff. arcade. We, we had, had Sports arcade Illustrated stuff. for kids. We had that and Zillions was like my favorite magazine and it was Consumer Reports for Kids. Oh my God. But it had cool little things. It had a whole expose on like, on like magazine ads and how like the milk, like in those cereal ads, it's not milk, it's glue. And like that's why they get it to look the way it does, and all kinds of stuff like that. So I was a very informed child consumer. And <laughs> Don't buy glue, buy real milk. Yeah. Um, Did you get but, to play outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had like a whole because our boys and girls club where I lived, it wasn't like we didn't have a building; it was a trailer, um, which is, this is kind of sad. A bungalow. Yeah, no, that's like a, what we had. It was like a bungalow thing, and then it was just like a dirt field, and we had a baseball diamond, and then we had a sandbox and a swing set. Um, yeah, we had those. There was a boys and girls club that was that I went to when I was really young. That was like super nice, and they had like buildings and like 
all kinds of nice stuff. But I only went, I went there when I was five and, um, my mom didn't have anywhere else to put me. And then it was like me and all the pay for it. Yeah. Okay. And, and, but it was like cheap. It was like, cause like she couldn't afford like normal, like real daycare or like a, cause when I was younger, we had like a nanny, but like, again, like we went through phases as far as income goes. Like, cause when I was younger, we had a nanny, like, did you go to, when you were in elementary school, did mm-hmm. you have minimum days? Yeah. Do you have short days? Sometimes. We had every Thursday was a short day. No, we didn't have every that. Thursday, no. Every Thursday we would get out at 1245 and every Thursday was pizza day. Man. Every Thursday. Well, we had pizza day. Yeah. Like, but like hot lunch would be pizza. We didn't get pizza for free. And then in high school, no, not free. Okay. It was a dollar twenty-five was the lunch. Yeah, we had Hungry Howie's pizza. Man, I loved Hungry Howie's. Do you have Hungry Howie's up there? I think it's in the the Midwest. Yeah. Um, I had another lunch question. I forgot what it was. Oh, in high school. We would have late starts every two weeks, Tuesday and Wednesday. We would go in at 10. Man, that sounds nice. It was nice. Did you have block schedule or one, like every period every day? Yeah, even periods. And yeah, it really, like when you need to take a shit in the morning, a hundred minutes is a long. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that afternoon class was always like I would sleep because I think I would eat too much. I don't know. And I remember I had U.S. history my junior year, and I slept one. And I got to the point where the teacher was got so mad at me that she would like lock me in the room, like after because I would just sleep through the whole class. One time I woke up and all the lights were off, and it was like four o'clock. <laughs> and then she was like, "Stop sleeping in my class." And I totally forgot about this, but I was looking through my yearbook, my junior yearbook. And there was like three different people that were in my history class. They're like, Creasy, wake up, man. Or like, Creasy, you slept through the whole class. I wish I could do that. And I was like, wow, that was weird. But like, yeah, that afternoon class, two hours. And it was like, I remember there was no air conditioning in the part of the skill school where my history class was. And I would just fall asleep. And I'm normally, I'm not that kind of person. I don't know. And I loved history. Um, I love sleeping in class. But that was, yeah, that was the, that was bad. But my senior year, oh my God, because the Christian school I went to, we took seven classes so they could sneak in so we could do Bible. Um, and, and then they did this weird schedule where we'd have classes every day, but like one day it'd be like one, three, four, five, six. The next day it'd be like two, three. And like, so one, you'd miss a, like it was this weird, crazy schedule. And, and then on Fridays we got out early. And everybody would go to Carl's Jr. or or a round table pizza, and or if I was playing football, football practice. Um, but I should take a bunch of friends to a round table. Yeah, shakies, like old times. That'd be that'd be depressing. I guess they probably still have crews in USA. No doubt. Um, there was so, this place in high school. The hangout was High Life Burgers. Yeah, and my dad said when he used to work in the area, he and his friends used to call it low lives. <laughs> so he was like, "You, you and your friends need to call it low lives." 
And every time he mentioned, he's like, "Do you guys call it low life yet?" And I'm like, "Jesus Christ, leave me alone." <laughs> but um, so my senior year, because I had taken extra classes and also like I had like figured out like how many credits I needed to graduate, and like I had already I got early admission into college, so like. I I got a I did a I had a free period each day so that I was done at lunch. It was the best in the world. That's not. It was so great. Um, that was nice. So nice little memory lane. All right, we got one more email. Um, this is from uh, Mario. And uh, he just made a bunch of observations. These aren't like questions; they're just observations. So okay. I guess I'll just read them. Um, this is regarding the double episode I recorded with um, Ben V. One Spielberg's Justin Kezon last week. Did you and ask him about Spielberg things? We didn't really get to we a little bit because we talk, he had, they had, I had listened to their Empire of the Sun episode, so we talked about that a little bit. What did Benson think? He probably uh, couldn't shut up about Ben Stiller being in it, right? I don't, I don't, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, you didn't I, like it? I can't remember now. I can't remember what Benson said. But Justin and I talked about Japanese movies, kung fu movies, talked about Texas because he had just been to Texas. He went to Austin and he went to the Alamo in San Antonio. So here are, uh, Mario's observations from Radio Brendo Man number 212 and 213. Um, remember the Alamo was about Texas being pro-slavery? Just... <laughs> okay. Um, 10 Cloverfield Lane was rewritten script designed to fit the Cloverfield universe, according to the nurse interview. Okay, yes. That is correct. Um, Not the trail- that written. Yeah, but they, they they added the end part. The ending was totally different. You know they're going to do a connecting movie now. It's going to connect those two movies. Well, yeah, of course that makes sense. Of course they're going to do that. It's going to be like what Mary Elizabeth Winstead in Down Central Park or something. I think it's just going to be like America, and there's there's alien monsters, and then there's people fighting the alien monsters. So like war of the worlds, I guess uh, uh, Cloverfield wars, mm. <laughs> Cloverfields. Um, okay. The trailer for brothers Grimsby reminded me of hardcore Henry. Have you seen either of those it's yet? The, it's the other way around, but I try to watch brothers Grimsby. I don't think I'm going to see it in theaters. Yeah. No. Did you like, like uh, Rebel Wilson farting and stuff? It's like okay, I'll wait. Did you like Bruno? I love Bruno. Yeah, Bruno was good. Did you like the Dictator? No, I thought it was okay. It wasn't nearly as when good as doing, other stuff. When he's doing real movies, it's not good. All right. Well, then he says Sasha Baron Cohen mentioned that an insane Russian stuntman wore a GoPro on his forehead for all the stunts. And Brothers Grimsby. Have you seen it? You, you didn't see Hardcore Henry like at a screening or anything, did you? No, I think I'll skip that too. That looks pretty cool. 
It's like a giant YouTube video. I just, I liked it when the, when the like R rating popped up and it had like the reasons and it had one that I'd never seen before. It said nonstop graphic violence. I had never seen nonstop graphic <laughs> violence. I was like, whoa. So every is violent? I guess. It better deliver. I don't know. Was there sex in it? I think, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't but know. The, I don't, in the R, in the R rating that it said. I don't remember. Favorite. I think so. I think so. I think it had, I think it had some sex stuff. But the first thing that just like caught my eye was nonstop graphic violence. And I was like, whoa. Okay. According to the producer that walked off the Wolverine origin film. So I guess Jeff Katz, um, Deadpool was originally meant to be Omega Red, but later renamed. That would make more sense. That's what Jeff Katz said. And he said that on Bagged and Boarded. Um, Battle Royal fell on my radar because Masamichi Amano composed <laughs> the music for Giant Robo, 1992 anime. The music in Battle Royal is really good. So maybe that, that sounds cool. Um, your story of the American R-rated Battle Royal, it's not my story. It's Jeff Katz's story. Speaking of Jeff Katz. And then he says, reminded me of the Scream film series, 1997 in parentheses. Somebody <laughs> already did that first. All R-rated. I. So he's saying Scream is Battle Royal? Oh, because they use a lot like- of the... Maybe because they use a lot of the WB stars... And stuff in the screen movies, like they had Sarah Michelle Geller and like all those. Yeah, people. but Jeff Katz's idea was to use like Disney Channel people. Yeah, he was gonna have like Hillary Duff, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, all the offs. I still think that would have been pretty awesome. Do you think they'll mention Mutt in the new Indiana Jones movie? Who knows what's gonna happen? I hope with that. the new Indiana I hope Jones he's just movie dead. is like. I hope he's like waking up from like a dream about being <laughs> running around getting crystal skin. <laughs> Aliens that I had a kid and Marion was there? What the fuck was that? Yeah. I mean, I think I, after, I don't know. I mean, I know you didn't like Star Wars, but that completely sold me on Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. Yeah. And I'll, um, stuff this in your pipe and smoke it, Brendo. I'm looking for any star, and most people like the new Star Wars movie. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. If I find anybody that liked the new Star Wars movie but is against this Indiana Jones, I'm going after. Oh, them. I found some, and I went after them. I found some people that are like Harrison Ford is too. I'm like, you're you're crazy. Like you're a hip. You're full of you're. you're that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard because you're like you loved Han Solo, but you won't go. You aren't. You're not yeah. on board with this. That's crazy. I agree with you there. I totally agree with you. Good. There you go. Do you know what? Else you can agree with, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if you'll agree with this. If it was Phil, <laughs> Phil would agree with me that listening to podcasts on Stitcher was really great. I like iTunes. iTunes destroys your computer and you can't listen on, it, it doesn't it. save, it takes over your computer and is slow and clunky. This, you can listen on one device, pick right back up where you were on your other device, on your web browser. It's great. 
I can do that with the podcast app. No, you can't. You can't listen on, you can't pause on your phone and then play it on another device in the same place. Yeah, I can. All right. Well, I don't, I don't have, I don't, I don't. You don't have, you haven't had an iPhone in like what, six years? You don't have to download anything. I like that. I don't want to actually have to. On the podcast. (laughs) Sorry. Well, then if you have, if you're, use the iTunes app. I mean, everybody, everything's great, but I like, I mean, they, that's great, but I don't have Apple. I don't like their stuff. And if you don't, use Stitcher. But you like the iPhone when you were using it, right? I was on the fence, but I liked the iPhone. I had the 5, and I liked it a lot, but... You had the 4. Oh, yeah, 4. And then it fell in the toilet. <laughs> you never looked back. No, I didn't, because I don't want to pay $700 for a phone. Um, and I like how having long ago control. Was that? Like six years ago, that was 2010 because it was at Smod Castle. Wow. But it was the fall of 2010, so like five and You're a half. You're the first years ago. person I FaceTime with. Yeah, I actually have. A we picture. both got the new phone at the same time. My picture of you on, I think, on something like it still pops up. It's that picture you're sitting across from me, and because we were taking, we were doing FaceTime or taking pictures of each other or something. Yeah. Um, well, Stitcher is great. RadioBrendo.com. Click the Stitcher link. Sure, thumbs us up. And if you do use iTunes, sure to rate and review us on iTunes. That's nice. That's still, nice thing you to still do. need them. You do. They're still part of your life. Until the Android store opens up, and then that will take over everything. But who knows? They, when they don't have happen. a store. Well, they do, but not for podcasts. Like, you know how podcasts are on the iTunes store? That hasn't happened yet on Android. So you got a bunch of different podcast apps, and that's why I use Stitcher instead. But they're gonna, they're like, they're beta testing it right now that there's gonna be podcasts in the Android store. They're beta testing it. It's happening. Um, so when did the iTunes store open up? 2007? Oh no, 2000, the first time I bought something on iTunes, 2003? Yeah. But they've been around. But the the podcast, podcasting didn't start until on iTunes until like, yeah, 2006, 2007. So they were like just 10 years behind. Yeah. Well, Android wasn't even a thing until like 2009. It's weird looking at the first iPhone now, like it's like the Game Boy. Oh yeah, I still have my iPhone three. It's in my car, and it's yeah. And then I and then I also I found my old um, Gen one iPod. That thing's weird. It has like ten gigabytes of space. Is that you know, um, you know where. You can listen. You can also you should listen to all the Benvy Network podcasts on Stitcher, or on all the other on wherever you listen podcasts, or on the web at BenvyNetwork.com. What are you doing on your phone, man? Are you taking pictures? <laughs> That's the click sound. Oh, um, you were is... you a good security guard when you were a security guard? Because you're good at no- whenever a noise happens, you're like, "What is that?" No, I watched like movies and worked brain. on my classwork. 
I know, but you're supposed like to have your ear to the well, ground. Yeah. Did you ever hear something? And investigate? I investigated kids breaking into the pool. <laughs> so you so you have good ears? Or you have because when you hear something you focus on it. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I think my hearing is screwed up because of all the concerts and stuff I went to. Huh. I don't, who knows? Um, you know how they're saying like earbuds are just killing all of our hearing? Who knows? Is it? That's. I think that's bullshit. But that's what <laughs> I think. I've read that. They used to say if you watch too much TV, you ruin your eyes. And I, my eyes are pretty ruined. But I think that's. I don't know what. I think that's just like hereditary. Well, you've seen a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, the mileage on your eyes is probably just like the odometer is probably spinning. But the mileage on my ears is pretty high too, from listening to all the Benview Network podcasts. And you got new shows, podcast review, and the Mandarian Orange Show. Um, so what does that mean? I'm not going to listen to the episode where they explain it. What? What does that mean? Oh, it's just, just how Janelle Phil said it wrong, and Janelle no, says. No. Janelle kind of says things her own way, and one of those is she says Mandarian, orange, and then Phil gets mad about it. And She's a teacher, huh? Yeah. Does she say that in class? No. She just saves it for... I like listening to them bicker and fight. Oh, it's like, great. You never, I love it. You never really hear... I've seen you give Phil a hard time, but you're not having sex with Phil, so it's like a different... Oh, yeah, it's totally different. And like, Janelle... <laughs> Janelle's... She knows how to dress down Phil in a way that oh, nobody she else does can. Effortlessly, like yeah, he's amazing. Cry. I, I need to like, get all worked up. She, she just very relaxed. I've seen her get worked up though, and that's just like a whole other thing. But not on the show. It's great. You should listen to it. If you died while they were on vacation, mm-hmm. would they come back for the funeral? Oh yeah. I'd like to think so. <laughs> Who is in charge of your arrangements? I guess your mom. My mom, probably. But Phil is my emergency contact for everything because I, I don't trust my mom to be of sound mind because I think but she Phil would just is freak always, out. Phil's always gone. Ah, Phil's around. He even, even when he's on vacation, he's got his cell phone. He's only gone. They are only gone during summer break, like the school breaks. That's when they're gone. It's not all the time. Well, you can also listen to things like Popsicles. Yeah, if you like this. This It's like a free Showtime weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Giving you a taste. Just a little. Also, you got Star Wars Nerdy Night. Um, Kayla's new show that's called... Oh, crap. Tree something. (laughs) <laughs> Hold on. just her um well she has guests creators talking about she's entertaining um, she has she's a good great. taste she likes ghostbusters too oh man that's gonna now i feel bad remember the when artist you... tree instead of the artistry it's uh, the artist tree Remember when you yelled at Deborah Ann Wall about, uh. Are you never, I knew you, why are you always bringing that up? Is it cause you just watched Daredevil? Is that what you think about when you're watching Daredevil? You're like, man, remember when Brendo gave her a hard time about 
about like Mr. Science Theater 3000? That's what you always ask Mr. Science Theater 3000 fans. It's like a regular thing that we talk about. I'm sorry you don't understand that. Well, um, I had to buy a gift for somebody recently. It was a True Blood poster. And I pointed out to Duncan, oh, I've hung out with this girl a few times and he knows you. So I told him what you did. <laughs> well, she's always cool. And what we was cool the after that? I just asked her, do you like Mike or Joel? And she said Mike. And I was like, oh man, what? Mike was is, it? I like Mike. I think I prefer Mike. I like Joel better, but I like them both. And it's, but she's, and she's a huge, it wasn't like she was mad. That's like a common. I just thing. remember being in the booth and you started getting all animated like you would with me or Matt, but it's like this famous actress. I'm like, well, she got animated too. It was fine. It was good. Was, it's positive in the sense that Brendo is an, is well, Brendo with everybody. You can all listen. You can go back and listen to the bagged and boarded with her and Michael McMillian. If and it's still up there. Mike McMillian's on a. a it's crazy all on SoundCloud now. Hmm. He's on Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Yeah. I run into him every once in a while. He still follows me on Twitter, man. It's pretty cool. It's a nice guy. Um, but no, Deborah Wall is cool. I just, I'm still mad that he's um, still keeping that picture. He hasn't given it to you. I, you know, he deleted it. Matt took a picture of me and her, and then he's like, I'll give this to you, and then he, I never got it. And then Matt, like, always, he, he'll he still repost that picture of him and her. I'm like, I have one, Was too. there a picture of all three of you? No. We did it separate because he didn't – because he got mad. Okay, I guess we're doing this, but ever – so there was the time when um, Malcolm McDowell came, and we took a three-picture, and then Matt got mad and insisted on taking one of just – him and Malcolm McDowell. And then after that, if there was a celebrity, he always insisted on taking separate pictures because he's nice. Matt. Um, there is one of me and Matt. Like if you type in, like if you type in my name into Google, one of the first things that comes up in image search is me and Matt and Michael McMillian. So that picture's out there. Um, I like that the picture of you, Matt, me, Stanley, and Todd McFarlane is very easily croppable. <laughs> so I could just, just like it's just me, Stanley, and Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane like has his like arm wrapped around you. Yeah. That was crazy. What a crazy time. That was, that was crazy. I, 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 it's one of those things where like in the, I didn't, it's not that I wasn't like appreciative of it at the time, but I, and I didn't, I don't think I took it for granted. It came but, at a high price. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but I still, I wish I had that picture of Dave like, Wolf, especially now that she's all Sean freaking Daredevil and she's great. It's just very frustrating. Maybe I'll see her again someday. Maybe she'll remember maybe. me. Who knows? That's a good in. You talked about Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. She, when we went to a, um, we went to a, the one time we got in to, um, crap. No, I forgot. What's the thing they did after Mr. Science Theater 3000? Riff Tracks. Riff Tracks. When we went to the Riff Tracks panel, she introduced them because she's, again, she's, she's like friends with Mike Nelson now. I'm like, I think she's doing something with the new MST3K. Like with Jonah Ray huh. and so it's yeah. 
What? They're not they're not involved, the original guys? No, they are just in a different capacity, I guess. That's not the same. I don't know, man. Because they did a riff tracks like they did a contest to see who could do the best riff tracks, like fan riff tracks. Mm-hmm. And so the guy with the glasses, the guy that is the nostalgia critic, did one for Batman Forever with his friends and it won and I was listening to it and it was funny. But it just wasn't right, you know? It felt like they were reading off a list, which they definitely do on riff tracks. But it just feels more... Well, I mean, it's one of those things where if you're only... If you're if you're doing it once, yeah. Like, because they've just been doing it for so long that it just comes... It's second hand for them. So it is going to be different. I don't know. But you know what I do know is that you can save $50... Off your DreamHost order if you use the promo code Radio Brendo Man at checkout on DreamHost.com. Oh wait, no shit, shit, that's over. We can't. You can't save fifty dollars by using the promo code. You can save fifty dollars by using. Hey, let me finish here. Not you, the the listener. (laughs) They took that ended on the fifteenth, so that's over. Sorry, Sorry, sucker. I didn't update my notes. You could save $50 off your DreamHost order if you click our DreamHost link at RadioBrendo.com. Click the DreamHost banner, and that will take you – that that will give you the $50 off your order. So do that if you want to get good hosting. And um, you know what else you can get? You can get a 30-day free trial of Amazon Prime, which – if you want to watch Doctor Who, that's on Amazon Prime now. If you want to Not watch Batman the Animated Series. Batman the Animated Series, lots of stuff. Superman the Animated Series and the world's finest three-part Batman-Superman movie, which you may want to watch instead of whatever comes up <laughs> at the end of the week. Are you going tomorrow? Oh, yeah. I think I'm, there's a brand new theater opening up, so I think I'm going to go to that. In Redlands, I'm excited. We're getting a new Harkins but they don't take movie pass, so I'm a little upset about that because I was all excited. I'm like, what if the new theater takes movie pass? Then they can get movie pass and they don't. What's up with that? Um But you can get an Amazon Prime 30 day free trial by going to radiobrendo.com, click the Amazon Prime free trial link. And even if you don't have Amazon even if you already have Amazon Prime, or if you don't feel like getting Amazon Prime, you know he's still buying stuff on Amazon. So go to RadioBrender.com, click that Amazon banner. We got a bunch of stuff this week. You're going to read it? You ready for this, Derek? Hold on. Before we do, I want to say that people are joining Twitter just to search out people bad-mouthing Batman versus Superman. Of course they are. Randomly. I remember people did that when the iPhone came out because I said something about Apple and some rando with no followers started harassing me. There's people that have guitars. nothing better to do, and but that's I what they do. I didn't know DC had fans. Like, I'm fans sure. of what? Like, fans there's only of been one movie. Well, I think they're... They have, like... I don't know. There is a lot of DC apologists out there. There's people that love those TV shows. There's people that... I don't know. We'll see. I wonder what the world's going to be like next week. Um, I mean, all out there. Because this movie has been talked about for like three years. Yeah. At this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it's been forever. Well, it's gotten pretty reamed by critics. 
Yeah, worse so, than Man of Steel. <laughs> so I'm I, I'm I'm gonna watch it, but I'm I'm not expecting because I did not like Man of Steel. And do you like Ayn Rand? <laughs> what is, is that like? Is this like Ayn Rand philosophy? Watch Man of Steel. It is. It's like oh, humans should help themselves. I don't know them anything. I'm like, then why do you exist? <laughs> what's your what's the point of your existence as a character? Well, they it's not I mean, to they, at least inspire others to be better. Yeah, Isn't that I the whole point of Superman. It's his ideals are strong, and he inspires others to have strong ideals. Yeah, I've never even I've like I said, I've always I've never been a huge Superman fan just because I didn't find him relatable because he's fucking Superman. You I'm, should I, that he's he's a very lonely guy. Yeah, but he's indestructible. I know to a certain degree, but emotionally he isn't. Yeah, I guess. But just like you. you I like Batman. You down. I like Batman. You're more of a Superman than a Batman. I'm not indestructible. You are physically. Superman isn't brave. That's what Grandpa Bethune said. <laughs> Grandpa Bethune. Brendo Bethune. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, somebody bought more because they bought some last week, and then they—I guess—they got more um, Hanes Comfort Soft T-shirts, both black and white. Isn't it four. weird how Michael Jordan still does Hanes commercials, even though nobody cares about him anymore? He's got to pay those gambling debts, man. The, the Chevron cars are still there. Jack is still there. These are ad campaigns that have gone for like twenty years. Because if it ain't broke. Don't fix it. How long did the Where's the Beef Lady last? Well, that was like a fad. It was a phenomenon. Yeah, but it came and went. Some things are evergreen, man. People love Michael Jordan. I heard tell that uh, they're auditioning people to be the new Jack, so maybe they're going to change up Jackson. Hmm. Yeah, but isn't it just a guy in a... So is it going to be a new voice? Maybe. New, at mean, least. Like, you know there's been, been the different people voice. under that helmet. No, it's been a, it's the same voice the whole time. Yeah, but there's been there different voices. They can change the body. <laughs> Nobody would notice. Remember when they had like a a pot smoker menu and they had a puppet? They still have the pot smoker menu. I like that puppet. All right, well, somebody do they still bought... have antenna toppers? I don't think so. No, they, they do. They do because there's one that if you get it, you get like a free something every time you go through. Yeah. Is it, they started the antenna topper craze, right? Oh yeah, they did because we totally had one. I remember that. That was a big deal. And then but that was, was all part of their whole like, hey, forget that we killed people with our tainted meat. Have a jack antenna topper. It worked, right? It totally worked. <laughs> um, remember the, the wieners in that soul wiener? Yeah. And then the mountain, then Disneyland really jumped on. Now Disneyland is just out of control. And we can never have them on our car too long because people always steal antenna toppers. Yeah. I, yeah. I never had one on my own car, but my mom was all about it. Um, but somebody was all about Batman, the golden age omnibus volume one. (laughs) Bought that. And then somebody also bought this. This sounds interesting. Death Wish Whole Bean Coffee, the world's strongest coffee. 
Are you still a caffeine guy? I drink sodas. But I don't know. I like caffeine, I guess. I remember when you would come to Smod Castle, you kind of like a, when a dad. Well, that was when I was like, I had to have a cigarette and a Diet Coke. Cigarette and a Diet Coke, just like when dad would come home. Well, because I had been in the car for upwards of like two, three hours in like rush hour traffic. And I was getting, I had to gear up for whatever shit (laughs) we were about to deal with. I've never had. There was always something. I never had where I need something. I like yeah, that. I know it was bad, and like, and even my roommate was like, he's like, he knew when I when he came home from work, I'd be out on the porch with a cigarette, Diet Coke. That was my thing. That's bad. Ugh. So you down to one of those things? Yeah, I just drink Diet Coke. Have you had the Buzz Cola at Universal? It's diet. It's Coke Zero. With cherry flavoring. I haven't. I had the Buzz Cola that they sold at 7-Eleven, but that was like its own thing. Why the Diet Coke instead of regular Coke? Because regular Coke has tons of sugar, and I don't want that. And I'm now that I'm like, I've drank so much of it, especially growing up, that's what my mom had. Like, that's all we had. Well, we had Diet Pepsi, which Diet Pepsi... <laughs> I like I have a taste for it, but it's pretty disgusting. But then I developed a taste for Diet Coke, and then it's like it's completely addictive. You're the one that cracked that case. I did. About, I tell people about that. See, I tell even the good, the good Brendo stories of Brendo's cracking the corporate. Diet code. Coke is Diet New Coke. Coke Zero is Diet Original Formula Coke. So I Diet Coke doesn't taste like Coke at all own thing i remember when you when you put the back cape on the diet coke and then you drink and you spit it out oh oh yeah i posted that recently when we did for your michael golf tribute yeah that was a good oh and then you drank the coke first but you just cracked it open because you didn't know it was a thing and i got mad at you well because remember you'll somebody just, you're like if somebody has me a coke i'm gonna drink it well, I remember when we had like unlimited sodas at Smog Castle, and then Carol cracked down on all that, and then we had to bring our own sodas, and I was always pissed about that, because I'm like, we don't get shit here, we're not even getting paid, can we at least get some sodas, please? I'm taking these box water, damn it. What else do we got? We got Amazon Basics microfiber sheet set. It's nice. So Amazon makes their own home home furniture. They got Amazon Basics everything, man. That's the deal. Twenty dollars for a sheet set. I think about the dot com bubble. I probably sound like a grandpa. You know, <laughs> pets dot com. Yeah. Whatever. Amazon was around then, and they survived. Amazon so. was like, listen. When books were phasing out, they sold DVDs. When they that was selling out, we'll sell you digital. We'll sell you e-readers. We'll sell you everything else. Now and they now, sell you everything. And now you can get groceries in an hour from them. Yep. They're they're trying to build drones to give you same day, same day. And shipping. now they're now they're turning back around. I mean, I still I I cannot believe this, but it, all reports seem to be pointing they're building their own big box stores. 
Now that they put them all out of business. Well, it makes sense. Um, we got an Orico four port USB charging station, charger dock for all your mobile devices. That's pretty cool. It's nice to have one of those. You plug it in and then you just pop them in. Boom, boom. 32 gigabyte micro SD card. Dude, those things are getting so cheap. This 32, dude, $12 for a 32 gigabyte <laughs> micro SD. That's fucking crazy. We got a fire. Oh, I got one of these for Audrey. Somebody must have taken my advice and got one for their kid. A fire kids edition. Cause they're, they come with a, a three year warranty. No questions asked. The kid breaks it. It also comes with a kid proof case and it has a kid version of Prime and you can control everything that they put on it and it's all kid friendly stuff. It's a tablet for kids. Audrey loves hers. Should we be giving kids tablets? Sure. Give kids, I mean, she reads books on it. Just all this stuff. It's just, the next is whatever. It's fine. I remember going to a restaurant in Santa Monica and seeing two kids with two different Would you iPads. rather the kids being on their tablets and not being loud and noisy? Or would you rather them be being loud and noisy and well, here's bothering the thing. you? They were like two years old. They each had their own iPad and they were watching the same episode of South Park on it. That's weird. I wouldn't let <laughs> my two-year-old watch South Park, but that... And that's... like, if we had, I had to share a Game Boy... You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, everybody's got their stuff, and like, especially in public places, like those those kids will just run around. They get bored. They just do. You gotta give them something to do. Um. All right. Somebody bought the MP3 version of Drones by Muse. That was their latest album. MP3 Drones. Well, the MP3 version of the album titled Drones. Oh. And then somebody also bought Night Thoughts by what is the it about London Suede. That it didn't work out. They had the, the dog. They had Super Bowl commercials. I think they spent way too much money on things like the Super Bowl commercials and all that stuff. And they weren't, people just weren't spending a lot of money on pet food and also ordering things off the internet just Shipping. was still pretty new. Not enough money coming in. We've also got We Can Do Anything by the Violent Femmes, new album. It's great. You can, I list, I've listened to it a bunch. This is the same people? Yep. Original lineup. It's our first new album in a lot of years. You're the one that told me that like Blossom mentioned them once and that's how they became popular. That is not what I said and they were popular in the 80s before Blossom was even a thing. So that's but not even true. saying it in an article like, Spike something? No, I did not say any of those things. So I, I heard, know. I heard once that uh, what's her name, Bianca McCarlian. Who? <laughs> Mayim Bialik. Yeah, but the Blossom didn't happen until like the nineties, and and Violent Femmes were big in the eighties. Oh well, somebody told me that Mayim Bialik mentioned them in an article, and then they became all popular. Well, that's, that's just what I heard. Not true. So that person is not true. Is misinformed. Maybe you're thinking of a different band. Uh, we got a venture trombone snake. Somebody's cleaning their trombone. (laughs) 
You say so many things that should be clipped out and made into like little. We gotta keep this going here. We're never gonna get to Marmaduke. Um, we got HTS two pack detachable pull apart key rings. So if you need a new key ring, get them on Amazon. Um, we got pure chalk. So chalk. Oh, this is this is for rock climbing. It's rock climbing chalk. I don't know. Phil's kids play with chalk outside. Adventurous. Yeah. We got some, we got some outdoorsy types. Listen to the show, buy stuff on Amazon, buy their protein powders and all that stuff. What if you started seeing on this Amazon list like fertilizer and (laughs) stuff out of, well, people bought, people bought butt plugs. (laughs) I know, but what if you're seeing that people are buying bombs or, Buying I couldn't do anything because it's totally anonymous. <laughs> I would have to give our listener list to the FBI. I don't know. All right. We got a um, Berkey stainless steel water filtration system. Whoa, somebody spent a lot of money. Whoever did that, thank you. It's a $258 water filter. Seems like a matchstick man trick. What do you mean? Remember they were trying to sell water filters for like really a lot of money? Water filter business is a big deal. I have a friend that does that for a living. My uncle went to Flint to eat, have, cause his daughter had a recital there and they ate at. Are there, is like, are they, did they have to deal with poison water? They're like a hundred miles away from Flint. Yeah, but I heard it's like expanding throughout Michigan now. I don't think so, but they ate at a restaurant in Flint. I'm like, don't you not want to <laughs> even eat off of utensils washed in that water? Well, if it's boiling, it would probably be fine. I wouldn't chance it. That is kind of risky. I don't think I'd do it. Um, we got Funko Pops. We got a Captain America Civil War action figure. We got Deadpool. Got Funko Pop. Spoiled Civil War. Did you see the toy spoilers? No. I won't mention The toys them. always spoil everything. Why this did... one's like a, will be a big moment and it really, it spoiled it. That sucks. So I'm glad I haven't. You'll seen know that when yet. you see it. We got Funko Pop Marvel Deadpool, two swords action figure. Funko Pop movies Leatherface. We got The Hobbit, an unexpected journey board game. And somebody got a Disney Infinity 3.0 Star Wars Boba Fett action figure. You know that thing at Target where you could laser your kid's face on a doll? Mm-hmm. Should we do a Kickstarter to like make up like a Ben View doll set? <laughs> like our weird faces, like our weird laser cut faces. Well, they had like the, you can get in the, the like Ghostbusters or like Comic Con and they had that Predator one where he was like holding your head. Yeah. That was cool. Benview doll. Would anybody want those? <laughs> Maybe if they were like cartoony, like Funko type things. I don't know. Well, don't forget to check out our Facebook group and our subreddit and all that stuff. Radiobrendo.com has all the Do links. Do people those. talk on the subreddit? Not really. <laughs> we'll check it out. They're talking more in the Facebook group, which whatever. People what if it became like where dark web people go so that they, they're they not tracked? <laughs> and I'd probably delete it. 
Also check out um, Janelle's website, myvacationpants.com, for lots of travel stuff, and uh, mandarinorangeshow.com. Isn't a better name for that vacatio? You should tell that to Janelle. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. We're going to be a WonderCon. This and weekend. This weekend, um, the 25th through the 27th, our, Phil and I will be doing our Webcomics Advocates panel. On Saturday, the 26th at 8.30 p.m. in room 502A. So be there. If you're going to be a WonderCon. We've met fans there before Mark Ariano went last year. Yeah. I met He's going to be a Lucha Underground because cool. he couldn't get tickets to WonderCon. It's sold out? Yes. The Saturday is sold out. Three-day badges are sold out. So you can only get badges the Friday and probably- Sunday. Oh, it's on the premises, so it's probably not in a hotel nearby like it was last year. What? You could probably sneak into the Brendo Man panel last year, right? Oh, yeah, probably. Because it was in a hotel. But there was people checking badges, so I don't know. They're going to have RFID tags this year. See how that works. What's that? Like it's like a tag in your badge, and you're going to have to scan it or something. I don't know. Mm. They're doing some testing for Comic-Con. Um. Also, but but like, gonna, like for Comic Con, they're not gonna like scan every person that wants to go in. Who right? knows what they're gonna do, man? Um, are they not making enough money? No, they are. They're just concerned about scalping has become such an issue. Yeah, the thing about Comic Con is you learn a trick, and the next year it could be <laughs> that could be obsolete. Podcastadvocates.com is our new site. Talking about podcasting and stuff, and we're going to be, like we said earlier, Pomicon Palm Springs, August twenty sixth to twenty eighth. Tickets are now on sale. It's like fifty bucks for the whole weekend. Comic Con on that panel. You're going to be doing a. You're going to be doing some panels. If it depends on, because you now you're saying you're only going to come for one day. So I'm just saying I have a podcast. Well, if you're going to be there when we do it, then you're definitely welcome to be on that panel. We've got live popsicles. We got all kinds of panels. ComicConPalmSprings.com is where you can buy your tickets. I'm going to save my Palm Springs story for the live Palm Springs popsicles. I'm excited. It's not very good. My dad took me and we stayed in a Motel 6 and did old old person things. You're doing it right now. (laughs) I know. It's not very good. Did you go on the aerial tram tour? No, we ate chips and salsa at old man bars. That doesn't sound fun at all. It was not. Well, I had a busy weekend. It was pretty fun. I went to um, Wrestling Pro Wrestling on Friday. It's a new show. I think they were doing like a TV pilot or maybe they're going to do it on the web or something because they were filming it and it was free. And it was like this weird mix of like Kaiju Big Battle where it was like these guys in really elaborate costumes and like normal wrestlers. There was ladies oil wrestling. It was really weird. It was fun. I was in Palm Springs the weekend that Robert Downey Jr. got caught, like, having shotguns in his car and stuff. Yeah. At the Merv Griffin Hotel. Was was everybody talking about it? Well, I was at school going, I was there, buddy. Nobody cared about him then. Um, I went to Lucha Underground by myself on Saturday, and then I went with Benson on Sunday. So that was fun. It's a lot of miles. Yeah, I drove a lot this weekend. Drove a lot. But it was fun. I just, I didn't feel like, I felt like being out and about 
and going to wrestling, having fun. Um, had a good time at Lucha Underground. And that was season three. They're filming now. And Benson and I were there on Sunday. That was fun. And then it ended because I didn't think I was going to get out until after 8.30. But it ended at like they ended early because they got all the footage they needed. So I got to go see. I'd been talking about it on the show. But I made it to the Haley Arantia from um, Arantia. I think that's how you say her name. From She's um, Erica on the Goldbergs. And she's <laughs> okay. I love that show. And it's a Radio Brindle Man favorite. And she did a set at the Hotel Cafe with her band. And it was really good. That's where I saw uh, Late Meester. I really wanted to go to that. But I couldn't go. But, um, yeah, it was cool. And there was a couple actors from the show that were there. But um, I didn't want to make a fool out of myself, so I left them alone. Did I tell you I met Jason Priestley yesterday? What? I'm <laughs> just kidding. That's not... Why would you say something like that? <laughs> if I did, I would ask him all about Calendar Girl. I, I'm sure you would. I'm like, was she really a Calendar Girl? They were just chasing around Marilyn Monroe or something. Yeah. Right? It's a weird movie. On Monday night, I drove back out to... I went to Silver Lake... To the satellite, which used to be, I hadn't been there since when the last time I was there, it was still Spaceland and just a hot music spot. And, um, Chris Cavins had told me about his friend's band. They have a residency there all this month on Mondays and they're called Mating Season and they were freaking awesome. They were really good. I liked them a lot. They got an EP, just came out. You should check it out. And I went to a record store. K-Rock. City, and it looked like old Egon, old Ray ran it. <laughs> they were like really old music snobs, and they sounded and looked exactly like an old Ray and Egon. That's how a lot of those think, places are. I, I like to think that that's, they retired and Ray got Egon into music to settle him down. <laughs> What was it called? Freak Beat Records on Ventura. There was this record shop by Hotel Cafe that I went to, but it was like super expensive and like super hipster. It's called Amoeba Records? No. It was, it was just records. I forgot what it was called. Oh, it was called the Record Parlor. It was like on Coanga, I think. Oh, and I also went to that poutine place by Big Wangs. Have you been there? No. Oh, dude, it was so good. Oh, so good. Because I texted you to see if you were doing anything, but you were doing your trivia. So then I went to get poutine. Because <laughs> I'd been well, hearing about this place, so I want to check it out. It's called, um, I think it's called Jake's Poutinery. It's freaking awesome. Book Corner, let's do it real quick. I finished Never Let Me Go, and it made me cry. Have you seen that movie, Carrie yeah. Mulligan? Book is really good. Is, is the movie they have good? A song. Oh, you should watch. Oh, the this movie. dude. They, yeah, they did the song for the movie, the fictional song. It's not a real song, but they made it for the movie, and it's oh. Have you heard it? Yeah. Especially after reading the book, 
it like so we were follow up to uh, hit me hard on our photo. Yeah, Mark Romanek. He directed black. an episode of Vinyl. It's really good. Uh-huh. Well, Never Let Me Go, the book was really good, and I was really sad. I really liked it. I'm reading Nora Ephron's uh, last. Her writing's always great. How is it? Is it good? I'm sure it's good. It's funny. Now I can't listen to Meg Ryan without (laughs) just hearing Nora Ephron (laughs) complain about something. But her documentary is really good. It's called uh, Everything is Copy. It's now on HBO Go. It had a one-week theatrical run. And I saw that. And it made me tear up at the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also finished this book called The Ape's Wife. It was like a book of short stories. And it was like all these weird, like dark short stories. I'll have like really dark endings. And the ape's wife titular story is about, um, the like, the lady from King Kong and like what happens to her. And it's like pretty disturbing. Yeah. Well, not like, like in, in not like the actual actress, but like the character in King Kong, like her character. Remember they wrote a sequel to, uh, Casablanca? Yeah. Now you can't even find those books anymore. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about Scarlet. My mom Nobody. does. She still has that. Nobody cares about it as time goes by. Yeah. There's a Godfather one. They found Phil has. Mario. There's a. There's a few. Like my Phil has all of those. There's a. Because Mario Puzo, they just found his old writings. Well, he also wrote like a couple more. Um. I'm I'm reading Eugene Merman's book, um, The Will to Whatevs. It's really funny. It's like a fake advice book. It's pretty funny. Um, and then I oh I guess I finished this one since I last put this on here. I'm reading a lot, and these ones were short. It's a novella. It's called The Merchant and the Alchemist Gate, and it's like this time travel short stories about this like merchant that has a gate that like takes you back in time. It's pretty cool. Since you like guys too, sometimes do you ever read like romance novels? Nope. <laughs> like erotic? Do you read erotica? No. Erotica? erotica? No. <laughs> Why not? Have you tried it? I I mean, my mom was all into romance yeah, novels. Yeah, everybody's mom was. I remember trying you... to read those, and I'm like, these are horrible. Yeah, if you read what they're reading, they're like smut. Yeah, and it's not my thing. <laughs> not not my thing. I get. Like, they, I can handle the stuff that's, like, in some, like, horror books and other books, like, regular. And even that's weird to read. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Now they don't even have to hide the concept on covers because you yeah. can get books on your iPad. So now they can just be plainly called, like, pirate dicks and stuff. <laughs> Well, I think Fifty Shades of Grey kind of blew that whole thing open. Even before that, I remember there was one of the one of the um, there was a woman that played at our poker game with uh, at um, with Kevin Smith that was a erotic fiction writer. She you was hilarious. What? You still haven't watched Bunheads? Yes, I watched it the moment you told me about it. Yes, uh, I just haven't I didn't finished it. Know if you were it saving it or not? Because well, I'm saving the set. Because remember, for the longest time, the second half wasn't up. And then they finally put it up, and I haven't finished it. I watched it the second you told me about it, because I like her, and I I had, I mean, 
I liked it. I liked They're it a lot. They're keeping Sutton Foster's role a secret. Yeah. I just also, watched. Let's talk about this. Melissa McCarthy went out and said, "Listen, nobody asked me, and now they are. But now I'm busy. Now so. she's busy. And like it's oh, so that's so. Are they but just like like Amy Sherman? Like publicly is like, listen, just if you have an hour, we'll do like an hour. <laughs> like she just wants like any minute. And this Melissa McCarthy's like playing. Well, I'd be a little games. bummed." too that they didn't even ask her i mean i don't know but they said that they did somebody's somebody's lying i don't know i don't know what the story is there um it sounds like their wires got crossed maybe that her handlers didn't let her see it who knows who knows what happened but now does that mean no jackson because that sucks maybe suki's dead Fuck, I can't handle that. Or maybe they'll just add, uh. It's like Jackson, so we get Widower Jackson with all their kids? I'll know they'll have, uh, remember, it was Suki was different in the pilot. Oh. Well, it it was, was, wasn't it Alex Borstein? Yeah, maybe they'll just get Alex Borstein. But Alex Borstein now in the regular universe is the heart player. So. She's, she's multiple people in Gilmore (laughs) Girls. Man, remember that, remember when, remember when, what if Seth MacFarlane comes back? Remember when he was on Gilmore Girls? Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> Did you see the video they released today of, um, what's their real names? I'm just going to say, uh, Jess and Dean on the set of new Gilmore Girls talking yeah, about you, Batman v Superman. Yeah, you posted it. It's crazy. It's crazy. I just remember when I met Milo Ventimiglia and I was speechless because he was very handsome. <laughs> and Mel introduced me as like, this is my this is my cool friend Brendo, and he's like, hey, cool friend Brendo, and I'm like, that was like mumbles. You should just like, you have nothing to lose in that in that interaction. So you just go, I'll suck your dick right now. Why would I do that? No strings attached. Just call me Rory. He's a very handsome man. Would you do him if he called you Rory? <laughs> I don't know. We're running out of time here, so uh, that's a yes. Let's real quick. Um, See, those are Holiday, Phil, would, Phil would not approve of. No. Pee Wee's Big Holiday was great. I guess that's all we'll say in the media front. That's it's all I awesome. can. It's amazing. And <laughs> the most impressive thing is that it's all new stuff. He never retreads a joke. Yeah, or... I was like, I was, I was a little concerned because I was like, are they gonna like, what are we, what is this gonna be? But it was all new stuff. But it, it wasn't felt filled, right. It, it wasn't filled, filled with celebrity cameos. Yeah, it, the cameos were people from the first movie, which I love that. Like I you love had the sound that, that that him screaming that that oh my god that running joke is great. The screaming thing was great. The all everything was so funny. The little like the famous the dream sequences at the party where they're like in Spanish and like because it had like the right amount of like you knew because you know like John Lee's involved and like you knew like it had the perfect amount of weird, but it was like pee wee weird. And then like because I was emotional. a little. I don't know. It was great. I loved it's it. Yeah. I really Joe Manganiello is there for like 20 minutes and then he reveals he is Joe Manganiello. Yeah. It was really funny. Really. I loved it. I watched it. I, I watched it twice and then I started watching Daredevil. 
And because everybody's talking about Daredevil, I'm like, Pee Wee, come on. Like, give Pee Wee, come on. Like, everybody's like, Daredevil, Daredevil. I'm like, yes, Daredevil, but Pee Wee, new Pee Wee. I've been waiting way longer for new Pee Wee. And they did it. I was very happy. You think they'll do more? Ah, uh, who knows? Hopefully. The, uh, they had a mini theatrical release in LA. They yeah. played it at in Encino Lemley. They also played it at, a, at all the Alamo draft houses. That's cool. Um, but I'm happy because, I mean, Paul Rust did a good job. And I, this is like six years in the making. Yeah. Cause I remember when he was at Smog Castle, you and I tried, tried, tried to, to get, him. tried to get some info out of him and he took off. Um, cause I remember, I remember when I saw Pee Wee at the, at the live show, um, he, he did a Q and A and I asked him, at the time, he was still trying to get Tim Burton to be involved. Because hmm. that was my question. Well, I asked him about if Tim Burton was going to be involved. He said he didn't know, but he hoped so. And then I asked him if he got... If he was, <laughs> Can you be in it? Well, no, because then I asked him, and then he asked, do you have another question? Because it was a real short answer, because uh-huh. he's like, I can't really go into it, because we're still talking about it. And then he asked, so then he asked me, do you have another question? Because I feel like he didn't, you know, and so I said... Um, are you going to be in the new Star Tours? And he's like, I hope so, but they haven't asked me. And then he wasn't in it. But he's in Rebels as Rex. Yeah. So at least he got that. And um, there's, a, there's still a Star Speeder 3000 toy. And Rex is okay. in the in the queue. So yeah, he's canon. He stayed. It's good for good for good for that. And but I just that was I mean. I don't know. I'm just glad that we got another people. That's why Rebels is so good. My friend Carrie works on it. And it's yeah. things like having Star Tours exist in the Star Wars universe. Stuff it's awesome. It's awesome. Did you, have you watched all of the new Daredevil? I only seen two episodes. I'm very busy. I'm on episode seven. I watched an episode where, where Punisher goes into the pawn shop. Oh yeah, that was the thing. Up. And the guy's like, we have, we have this Poor thirteen year old, twelve guaranteed. Punisher just fucking flips a sign, and you're like, "Oh, fucking get him! Beat the shit out of him!" The 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 uh, Punisher on the, same, on the same week that Jared got the shit beat out of him in in a prison. He is incredible. He's good so far. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Joe Bernthal did an amazing job. I mean, you know, there's a character called Brendo and me, him, her. No, yeah, but he made that before he knew you. But what if he like rewrote it or something? <laughs> he ADR'd a character. Oh, he like it's done. That's right, because it was done. You're, but but he, that's so no, dude. Because when did he make that? Because like when did he make it? Because what if Matt? Ago. So Matt could have no. I met him more than three years ago for the first time, and Matt could have talked about me. That's weird. That might Man. be a cool. Is that that? I'd have to watch. What is he at all like me? <laughs> I haven't seen it. That's weird. That's weird, right? Remember the that? Are you a character in Matt's comic? Yeah, there was one where it was me and Matt. There was no, not in Geek. I don't think. But, There's a character that reminds me of you. 
I think oh the 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 D and D guy. Yeah. I think that might have been modeled after me, maybe. You're gonna sue for all that Kickstarter money? Yeah, all that Kickstarter money that was his <laughs> grandma's money. I'm sorry, I'm just dropping bombs. <laughs> see, but you can't if see instead of like suing Gawker, you know you can get some money if you won. Oh my god, please sue Matt. <laughs> what, what, if that, Matt. what if that was your key to like the if next anybody should sue Matt, We know who should sue Matt. Right, but you could probably, if you sued Matt and got like a big slice of the Cohen pie. Oh, he'd be a hero. And then I was, then I, what if I got his house? What if I did? That'd be sweet. Oh, now we're being mean. I don't want to be that. That's guy. not mean. But what if that was the answer to the next 10 years of Brendo, man? Yeah, but you can model something after somebody, and if it's not, I mean, there's no, that's not, that you can't sue somebody for that. All right. I don't, anyway, again, like, Pee-wee how many? <laughs> Pee Wee is great. Daredevil is great. And, um, it's pretty much what I've been watching. Are right, we gonna, let's do Marmaduke and then we're done. So, okay. Um, Alright, so we've gotten into this weird place in Marmaduke where now, like, we've realized that, like, the humans are treating Marmaduke like shit. Have you de- seen the Marmaduke movie? No, we're, we're going to at some point. Okay. Emma Stone's in it. Yeah. Todd Glass is in it. We talked to him about it. At, w- at one point, I had to go to the bathroom, and Marmaduke was entering a surfing contest, and when I got back, they are like, <laughs> you won. I'm like, oh, shit, I missed Dog surfing. surfing You want a contest that humans were in. Now we're like feeling really bad for Marmaduke because the last several strips of like Marmaduke's just constantly getting abused. What are you reading it from? Hmm? Are there Sunday strips in there too? No, I don't know what these are. I don't think they're Sunday strips. I think it's like he wrote these for the book. You have to find some Sunday strips because. That's where the they Sunday keep the... strips. Well, like, cause there's the ones in Parade Magazine, which are one panel. The Parade Magazine is, is Howard Huge. It's, Marmaduke's not in Parade Magazine. Oh my god. You're right. <laughs> I thought that was Marmaduke. No, it's a complete, it's a complete. It's another Marmaduke giant dog. dog. It's a Mar- <laughs> what the hell? Wow, Derek, you just blew. <laughs> My oh my god! I've been wrong all along. So Don't you love that I knew that? I love I that you know a Parade that. magazine in like twenty years. I read every Parade magazine because I would look for that. I remember there was the smart lady that like would tell people how smart she was, and then there was the celebrity, the question and answer, where people would write in, ask me about what's this celebrity up to these days, or what is this celebrity like in person? And this person was like, well, in real life, they're really nice, or this guy's mean, or I don't know, it was weird. Um, maybe you can tell Phil this, and this is my key to get back in. Yeah, I got it. Maybe I can help. Maybe I'll. Yeah, that's a pretty. I can't believe nobody's. That's how many people even care because I've Did been you keep talking that. about it. Yeah, they're like Parade Magazine, Parade Magazine. Well, in the Sunday Marmaduke strips, they have Dog Gone Funny, which is the letters column where people write in about their crazy dogs. Oh my gosh, I gotta find that. Is that You've still never going? Heard of that? Is that well? It's not going. He's dead. So, but is he still doing it? 
I mean, I haven't seen a Sunday paper in a long time. Well, there's a there's a blog that has like Marmaduke comics. Maybe I can get some of those. But, but we've like, got multiple he, Marmaduke. Keith books. Cliff did the same thing on the Sunday strips because the paper oh, yeah. in LA yeah, yeah, yeah. alternate every Sunday was either a Marmaduke or a Heathcliff. And the end was Kitty Corner, where we talk about weird cats that people wrote about, <laughs> or doggone funny about weird dogs. All right. Well, this might, it seems like our pattern of abuse might have ended because this Marmaduke shows the ice cream man and he's talking to the kids and Marmaduke and Marmaduke is crying. And the ice cream man says, I go through this every fall. I'll be back in the spring. You don't see me crying because ice cream season is over. Now they're all bawling. I can't help it. No one buys ice cream in the winter. And the kids sniff, sniff, and he's handing them ice cream cones. That's a lot to write for a one-panel cartoon, right? This is multiple panels. Oh. Uh, That's what I'm saying. These books are not one panels. But his, he usually is one panel, right? Is he? Because that's what I thought it was, but you were saying that's Howard Huge. But he is also one panel. Okay. He's not in Parade Magazine. Okay. Well, these are multi-panels. That's why I don't, you know, these are different. Are going to do High and Lois? No. <laughs> we got these because, again, my mom's like, my son likes comic books. I will send him these Marmaduke books. <laughs> and that's my mom. I was um, thinking about this today when I was a kid. I wanted, my grandma asked me what I wanted for my birthday. And I said, the dinosaurs home video from, you know, the Jim Henson show mm-hmm. with the dinosaurs. So she went to some video store, vaguely told the clerk, kids video about dinosaurs and that's how i ended up with commander crumb cake presents they shoot dinosaurs <laughs> don't they <laughs> <laughs> what what the heck is that science puppet show and that was the dinosaur episode and that was the video i got wow look it up on google it's like a it's like a dog it's like ferris bueller if he was a dog <laughs> and then like a portal opens up in the city and dinosaurs come oh. in like we're not done like, with the marmaduke yet you mean he's still they're still crying over the ice cream so they're crying over the ice cream so they can't help it no one buys ice cream in the winter please don't be so emotional and now he's crying and now it says the kids are sobbing and then he's driving off crying and saying i hate goodbyes and that's it so where does marmaduke Coming. Marmaduke's just sad about the ice cream. So where's the punch? What's the punchline? None of these have punchlines, man. <laughs> it's not that you see kids crying in three panels. I think it's, and all. it's that Marmaduke is also sad. I guess that's the punchline. Is that the last that panel? At first, no, he's crying the whole time. <laughs> right there with the kids. Marmaduke thinks he's people. We've narrowed this down to like four. There's only four different storylines. And there's like Marmaduke. So maybe the joke is that the ice cream guy is crying. Well, now he's crying. So I guess, yeah, I guess that's the joke. But this, this is a really drastic turn from our darkest Marmaduke timeline where it's like a series of Marmaduke being tortured by various people. So I don't know where he's going, man. Maybe he got out of his funk. Lee Pace plays the, the dad. I, yes. Um, <laughs> Do you think Owen Wilson is a good choice for Marmaduke, knowing what you know now? Yeah, it's pretty spot on. 
Isn't it weird that the whole take is he's a teenager from the Midwest moving to <laughs> moving to the fancy West Coast, getting bullied by all these West Coast dogs. There is um there was a Marmaduke where um Marmaduke dressed up they dressed him up like a girl dog and then he walked by all these guy dogs and they all looked like they were about to like molest him and it was very scary. Well in the that is really weird. Yeah. Oh yeah, in this the, this, in, this in episode got really dark. In the Animal Kingdom, the last panel should be Marmaduke getting gang raped. Well, that's what... So, instead of being on all fours, so they thought he was... So, so to make sure he wasn't a... So, they wouldn't think he was a girl dog, he walked on his hind legs so they thought she was a... So, they thought he was a person. So, they wouldn't gang rape Marmaduke. So, they're attracted to a human woman who's actually a dog man. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. This This whole, like... Because for the first, like, several strips, it was just very predictable, very cheesy. Again, Marmaduke thinks he's people. Marmaduke, like, is big. That's basically the theme of all of them. <laughs> and then it was, like, all of a sudden, like, humans are the enemy. Like, humans are the real animals. They're, like, treating him. They're, like, abusing him. Like, it's it, – it, I, th- I don't know what happened in Brad Anderson's life. But it's – now he's doing a lament for the ice cream man. Like, remember that Mr. Tasty episode of Pete and Pete? Maybe that, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Do you think they just copied this from this Marmaduke strip? Ah, uh, who knows? Possibly. That is a, now that I think about it, that's a really sad episode where they're trying it to is. find out what happens to that. And then he's having man. like this whole identity crisis. Like, <laughs> what a weird show to show to kids. Such a great show. <laughs> So awesome. I love it. Um, Remember when right. I, I forget if it was Endless Mike was trying to get into Pete's weight class and wrestling. Yeah. And he was trying to knock off all the other. He's like murdering kids. He's like shoving them into the, uh, the air blower dryer in the, in the bathroom. Like a kid is stuffed in there. Like you see hands coming out of the, the air, the air blower. I remember when Endless Mike was like teaching Pete, Big Pete, how to like make out in his car and how to like fog the windows properly. <laughs> he was going on his first date with Ellen and like it was all weird. That's creepy. Yeah. Lemus so wait, Mike was like who, a giant creepo. Who, who played Pitstain? That was like later. But Freddie Rodriguez was in Endless Mike, right? No. Who is Freddie Rodriguez? Nobody. The endless Mike looked like Freddy Rodriguez. Oh, oh, what a revelation! He was also in. There was commercials that he was in. I forgot which ones. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, it just looked like Freddy Rodriguez. Freddy That's Rodriguez was. They ever explained? Can't endless hardly Mike. wait. They ever explain why his name his name was Endless Mike? Um, I believe so, and now I have forgotten, and I'm a bad Pete and Pete fan. Huh. You should ask Teddy. What's his name? I always forget, and he's such a nice guy. Uh, I don't know. Nobody <laughs> knows. Phil talked to him for like 20 minutes, and then I'm like, do you remember his name? And Phil's like, I forgot it. All right. I think that's going to do it for this week. Um, where can people find you online, Derek? 
at Derek Armijo on Twitter. But you want them to tweet at Brendo Man with Team Derek or Team, team Phil? T- t- tweet any of us or all of us. Yeah. The hashtag Team Derek or Team Phil. Join a side. What side Let are you on? Decide. <laughs> letting them letting them decide this. All right. Well, I'm creating um, a network wide event. What are you going to say to Phil this weekend? I don't know. Hey. Hey, what's up? How was vacation? And then you're going to be like, why, why would you let me back on the show? Please. Well, I'll save that conversation for the air. Okay. Well, I brought, I got a portable recorder now. Compliments of Chris Cavins. Nice. Sprickin' sweet, man. Can record all the stuff I want anywhere. So I'm very excited about that. And I'm excited. We're going to be recording, we're going to be recording next Monday and we're, we might be recording twice next week because we need some episodes while I'm gone. Um, the week after next. Did you see that Christy Swanson tweeted, we must secure our borders. We need to secure a better screening system. Oh, you know, Jesus. about the Brussels thing. And then a guy I know, <laughs> he wrote her back. You're not the Buffy I trust to keep us safe, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and she tweeted back at him, question mark? Really? Question mark? <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. I like that. Oh gosh, this whole I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna make I don't wanna make any comments because I got a few. But um you have like a AM radio Brendo, like a you're always a political. <laughs> like that's my the Steve, early Brendo, like Stephen Colbert persona or something. That that was your early your early episodes of your podcast. We you were got. very political and like it got. I don't know. It was very not me, but at the time it was. That was that was when I actually had hope for our future. It was great. Like when Bush was reelected, you're like, we're not giving up. We will stand and fight. And now I'm like, I'm like all the Bernie Sanders. You play Sanders like Eminem. Now, and I played that Eminem like stomp song <laughs> that he wrote for the election. And, ah, gosh, I was so frustrated. That was really frustrating. And I, I played, uh, I was listening to Popsicles on the, on the iTunes podcast app. And I was playing with the speeds because you can speed it up. Yeah. And when you when you get mad at me, you start talking really fast. So when I heard you talking really fast, sped up, I had to turn it off because I was getting nervous like you were about to start yelling at me. <laughs> you, know, you know I love you, Derek, right? This, this show really brings us together. But not popsicles. No, it's weird. Maybe mad is the wedge. No... There's no wedge. It's fine. I mean, it's it, it's where I cut. I let loose because maybe you're more relaxed on this show. You don't have to be the wrestling heel, Brendo, on popsicles. Am I wrestling heel, Brendo, on this show? I, I was I was thinking like, is or does Brendo think he has to get worked up over everything, or is he really worked up over? I'm everything? really like I, I I I'm really worked up. Like I was, and like you you say a lot of things that like get me worked up, but not like in a bad way. But then you were like saying like But it's entertaining. You like you got paranoid at the end there with the John the Brendo Maniac thing. Well that was weird. I was I I I've been in a weird place, I'm not gonna lie. Well on Thursdays I guess you're more relaxed. 
Late I'm, night, you relax. I'm excited relax. about going on vacation. I'm excited about going to WrestleMania. I'm excited about WrestleCon. Prospects got, are on the horizon. I got a job interview tomorrow, so things are looking pretty good right now. But sometimes they aren't looking so good, and and then you're I yelling at me about Ghostbusters. And then you're saying, saying dumb crap about things, and it gets me worked up. Well, listen to that show. Popsicles. Popsicles podcast. Every, every two weeks. Dot com. And we're going to be recording one at Ben, at WonderCon. And, uh, we're at Brendo Man on Twitter. RadioBrendo.com is the website. As always, BenviewNetwork.com and BrendoMan at gmail.com is our email address. So sure check that out also. Derek, thank you so much thank for you. joining me tonight. So for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. Derek Armijo. Have a good one, everybody.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite. Unite!